This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Welcome to my podcast on Friday, October 2nd. Many of you woke up today to fog, and I mean dense fog. In fact, fog and low clouds have started off several days this week west of the Cascade Crest. And in my second segment today, I'm going to tell you why. Now, looking outside, I don't expect the fog to burn off before 10 to 11 o'clock for for many of you. Uh, But it will burn off and temperatures will zoom up into the mid to upper 70s. The air above is relatively warm. So this is going to be our version of summer in October. What about the smoke? The smoke will lessen today a bit. Um, We're still being driven by California smoke, but it's starting to thin out. Uh, But there will be obvious haze today, so there will be smoke around. But I expect air quality to be relatively good. Now, Saturday should be similar, but slightly cooler. A little bit of smoke will remain in the sky. There will be some AM fog in the, in the lowlands of uh, Puget Sound and in western Washington. And I expect temperatures to rise probably into the lower 70s, but an entirely dry day on Saturday. Sunday will bring some change. An upper-level disturbance will be moving through from off the Pacific. And that's going to thicken up the, the fog and low clouds in the morning. And there even could be a little bit of drizzle. So don't be surprised if you see some small drizzle drops. Now, I expect some sun during the afternoon, but high temperatures will definitely be not knocked back, probably into the mid-60s. But there's some good news here in this upper-level disturbance, because as it moves through on Sunday, it's going to be associated with the change in the flow of the atmosphere. We're going to have more winds from the west aloft. And these are westerly winds, and that will tend to push out the residual smoke. Uh, we don't have any local fires now that are contributing to the smoke. It's mainly from California. We need southerly winds for that. And as our winds turn more westerly, the smoke is going to be pushed certainly uh, east of western Wa- Western Washington and, west- and most of western Oregon, There'll be some in eastern Washington. Even eventually, that'll be pushed out. So I expect air quality to improve on Sunday and Monday, and particularly into Tuesday. So we should be pretty much smoke-free Monday, you know, Tuesday. Um, there'll be plenty of sun. There'll be, there'll be some low clouds in the morning, but there'll be plenty of sun. Temperatures rising to the mid to upper 60s. And I'll tell you, there's no real rain in sight. We're going to have this weak ridge over us, high pressure, which will keep things dry. It's going to be classic fall weather here in the Northwest. Beautiful time to look at the look at the uh, fall colors, which are starting now to become nice. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Did you know that early October? is the height of fog season west of the Cascade Crest. But why now? Why not December when the storms are here, there's lots of precipitation, and nights are longest? By end of this segment, you will be fog aware, and you will know the answer. Low-level fog, as we 
experiencing right now forms when the air near the surface is cooled to the dew point. Now, dew point is the temperature you need to cool air to for it to become saturated, for it to achieve 100% relative humidity. The more moisture that there is in the air, the higher the dew point. And you see dew point mentioned uh, on TV, on radio, and even on some of your weather apps. In any case, you need both cooling and moisture to get fog. In early fall, where we are right now, there has usually been some rain, and we had some, and we definitely had some rain uh, last week. And so the surface uh, has enough moisture that it allows some evaporation of moisture into the air. Now, we can also get moisture moving off the ocean. And that has actually happened during the last week. We've had some low clouds and moisture coming in off of the Pacific Ocean. So we do have some moisture at low levels. But what about cooling? A powerful way to get cooling near the surface is for there to be clear or nearly clear skies. Now, this allows the surface of the planet to radiate heat to space. And yes, everything emits radiation. Anything above absolute zero emits radiation. And the surface of our planet does so very effectively in the infrared part of the spectrum. It's a part we cannot see, but we can actually feel some of that. Okay. So clouds, if they're aloft, lessen the ability for this radiation to work. It lessens the ability to lose heat to space. It basically blocks the radiation from going up and it sends them back down. So having clouds is bad for business if you want to have cooling of the surface of, of, and fog. So during the past week, what have we had? We've had high pressure overhead that's been dominating and skies have often been clear except for the smoke. Uh, fortunately, the smoke doesn't have a big in, impact on the infrared. This allows the, the earth to cool down emits radiation to space, and that in terms cools the air near it, the lower atmosphere, the lowest few hundred feet, to saturation, and that produces the fog. Now, during the fall, nights are getting much longer, so there's plenty of time for the surface to radiate the heat to space and to cool the surface and cool the atmosphere. And also during this time of the year, the atmosphere is relatively stable in the vertical. Now, what do we mean by that? In, in a stable atmosphere, you tend not to get mixing. The atmosphere tends to stay where it is. Okay. And, stab and stable situation is good for fog. Mixing is bad for fog. The surface air this time of the year is starting to cool, while the atmosphere above is still warm. So we have cool, dense air near the surface with warmer, less dense air aloft. That's a stable situation. It tends to suppress vertical motion of air. And fog likes this kind of situation. It doesn't like mixing. You don't like to mix out the air near the surface, but a stable fall, that's good for fog. So let me review this whole thing. In early fall, the surface has wetted up a bit. We've had a little bit of rain. That provides moisture to the lower atmosphere. Storms and clouds are infrequent, unlike midwinter, so there are plenty of clear nights. Such nights allow cooling of the surface. The, the radiation goes, is emitted to, to space, the surface cools, and it brings the lower atmosphere down to 
saturation. It cools the lower atmosphere to saturation, 100% relative humidity, allowing fog to form. Now, low-level fog actually declines a bit during the storms, uh, stormy winter, and hits a minimum in spring. Spring is the least foggy time of the year. Nights are getting rapidly shorter. Clouds are still pretty frequent, so that's not good for fog. And the atmosphere mixing is more because the atmosphere tends to be a lot less stable during the spring. Anyway, I think you know now why this is the central part of the fog season. Thanks a lot for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.